Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome. Welcome to Original Native Radio. Welcome. Good evening, everyone. The Alchemist Next Door showcases the testimonies of individuals living the practice of alchemy. I am Kim LaRue. I am the executive producer and also the host of the Everyday Superwoman Show on DPVN.net. I'm also the executive director of Medicine Woman Productions. And I am an individual applying the principles of alchemy to my life. And I will be your host for the Alchemist Next Door, next door for this month, the month of March. Brian is our engineer for the evening, and Chameleon is our announcer for, this, for the month. And today, tonight's topic is um, power and significance, seasonal transition. And we will be joined by the Diana Farr. Dr. Bernadette Sheridan, Raphael, and Ankh Rising Sun. But before we get started, I would like for Chameleon um, to give us some announcements. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm fine. Hi, Chameleon. <laughs> I hope all is well in your universe on that side of town. Mm-hmm. And hello, everyone hello. on the radio. So for this week, um, Wednesday, March 21st, we will be having our um, weekly call for Way of the Alchemist, and we're inviting the community. The topic is community healing, open heart, open mind. And Diana Farr, the custodian of water, will be doing the forecast for spring. Bring your voice, song, prayers, drum, and most of all, bring your love, friends, and family. Also, those in crisis or in need of personal attention, you may call 347-685-WODA on Wednesdays between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that number is 347-685-9682. For more information on WODA or to make your donations, please go to www.wayofthealchemist.com. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Chameleon. It's always so comforting to hear your voice, my water sister. Oh, <laughs> yes, um, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. I love to hear. It's so comforting. But before we get started, I want to read from the I Ching. And tonight I'm going to read Cast Hexagram 18. Cool. Repairing the Damage. Winds sweep through the mountain valley. The superior person sweeps away corruption and stagnation by stirring up the people and strengthening their spirit. Supreme success. Before crossing to the far shore, consider the move for three days. After crossing, devote three days of hard labor to damage control. Situation analysis. You are blessed with an opportunity to resuscitate that which others have abandoned as beyond repair. This ruin wasn't caused by evil intention, but by indifference to decay. Just by addressing yourself to the problem, you exhibit a new awareness, a fresh perspective. This is a time of recovery, renewal, regeneration. 5210, the mountain. Above this mountain's summit, 
Another more majestic rises. The superior person is mindful to keep his thoughts in the here and now, stealing the situations or the sensations of the ego. He roams his courtyard without moving a muscle, unencompassed by the fears and desires of his fellows. This is no mistake. Situation analysis. There is a higher vantage point available to you, but it is obscured by the visible peak of personal ambition. To climb to this higher plane, you must shake off the desires and fears of the conscious, visible world around you. To make this journey, you must quiet the ego, empty your mind of past and future, and dwell totally in the moment at hand. Thorough mindfulness of what is before you is the only tranquility. Be here now. Welcome to the Alchemist Next Door on Original Radio, Original Native Radio. I would like to introduce our guest, one of our guests this evening, the Diana Farr. Welcome, Diana. Thank you, Kim. That was wonderful. Thank you, Chameleon. Brian, how are we doing in the queue? Who's with us? Let's get some energy on this call. Who do we have? Do you see the calls? Are we all assembled? Good evening, community. Good Hi, evening, Diana. Family. Hi. Hi, Brian. Hey. How are you? How are we doing? I'm Is um, Bernadette with us, Dr. Sheridan? I'm right sure. here. Good evening. How are you? How are Hi. you? Good evening, everyone. What about Raphael Ankh Rising Sun? Is he here? Ankh Rising Sun, is that you? Okay. Okay. Diana, I don't um, see him, too. Okay, he may be joining us. He's out in Florida. Um, good evening to the community. This, The topic this evening, seasonal transition this year, is um, auspicious, almost crisis in nature. The um, and I'm going to I'm going to bullet my points. I'm going to make three points. We're being ma- masculine tonight. This is an informative evening, so you might want to grab a pen and pad to jot down some information. On Wednesday, on Wednesday we will be doing we'll be feminine. We'll be doing healing work and sharing alchemical formula. I think some of the calls need to be muted. I'm getting some background noise. But um, point number one, and the basis of what I'm sharing this evening, during times of transition, for example, from season to season, from cycle to cycle, when the energy of the previous cycle has not been fulfilled, Symptoms will emerge to be addressed and resolved in preparation to move forward. So right now, in the Northern Hemisphere, we're leaving kidney season. Winter time is kidney time. 
And this week we're transitioning into spring. So the aspects of kidney that have not been fulfilled during the winter or for cycles before that will will present in our lives as symptoms that need to be addressed. And I've been out in the community over the past few weeks and I see I see many signs of symptoms, signs and symptoms of kidney issues that need to be addressed. The kidney is our battery. It's our ancestral energy. It's where we fought, where we store fear in the body. It correlates to the health of our bones, our hair, our hearing. Most importantly, our reproductive organs. Our sexual energy is ruled by the kidney. And the people that I have gathered with me this evening are going to speak to you, the community, from um, regarding various aspects of the symptoms of kidney imbalance that are presenting themselves in our community that need to be addressed. And this is important because next year we're in a kidney year. So this year under the five, it's telling us where there's a need for change so that we can make use of the energy coming in right now in this moment. The kidney energy is telling us what we need to address so that we can make use of the energy coming this spring. This is very concentrated this year. Saturn, the planet that rules growth and development, is in Libra, the sign that rules over kidneys. We're in a Mercury retrograde. And this is the year of what the Mayans call the Hunamku, a cycle that we only experience every 25,600 years where we align with the vortex at the center of the Milky Way, the Cosmic Mother. That's profound ancestral energy. So pulling on our being at this time in the form of challenges are circumstances that we individually and and collectively need to resolve to move forward. Symptoms of kidney imbalance in the individual, backache, low energy, fear, not being able to manifest in spite of hard work, not being connected in the Tao, um, the kidneys is ruled by mercurial energy, the connector. And it's of great concern that there's not connectivity in our community that allows energy to flow. Lack is a symptom of kidney imbalance. So, let's see. What do I want to say here? I want to say here that the cause, the cause of all illness and imbalance on its most essential primordial level is spiritual. And if we don't if we don't address the energetic spiritual cause of any circumstance in life, we move it from place to place to place to place. At this point, um, I'm going to ask Dr. Bernadette Sheridan, uh, my dear friend and colleague, to join me in this dialogue and share with the community some of the aspects that correlate 
to Kidney that she sees in her practice. She's been practicing medicine in Brooklyn, a family practitioner for many years, over 30 years, Dr. Sheridan? 32 to be exact. 32 to be exact. Thank you so much for giving giving your time and your very busy schedule to be here. What do you see what are you seeing in in your practice? What 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 symptoms and reflections of kidney illness are you seeing in your practice? Well, there's two things that I want to share with the uh, community. First of all, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be heard this evening because I think it is so important that we use every modality at our disposal to correct this problem. Technology is there to fix it once it's broken. Uh, that is not the answer. Okay, that it's, it's comforting to know that the technology is there, but we as a community have to, as my good friend and sister, Queen Afua, always says, we have to learn how to heal ourselves. So this is what, what I have to share. And as I said to you before, Diana, all of it is connected. If you tell me that kidney energy is connected to our connection with the ancestors, then I say that we've got a lot of work to do because our kidneys are not well. Kidney energy is connected to heart energy. Heart energy is connected to spirit energy. And I'm not even an alchemist, and I know that. Here is what I also know. Chronic kidney disease just does not start today. It starts with every decision we make to... um, do things that does not that do not support our health. In terms of statistics, I have them for you. 26 million Americans have chronic kidney disease and millions of others are at increased risk. The only protection is to prevent the two great uh, insulters to the kidneys, which is hypertension and type 1 and 2 diabetes, which is epidemic not endemic, not every once in a while, but epidemic uh, in certain populations. The word epidemic means across the board. Epidemics take us out. Think of all the epidemics you've known in the world, the Black Plague in the 13th century, typhoid disease, uh, tuberculosis. AIDS has never been called an epidemic. Type 2 diabetes, hypertension, and kidney disease are reaching epidemic levels. As a matter of fact, type 2 diabetes has already reached epidemic levels in certain populations. Hypertension is the greatest cause of kidney disease, and kidney disease causes hypertension. It is the the complete and the most vicious circle. High-risk groups, African Americans, Hispanics, Pacific Islanders, Native Americans, and seniors. That's over half the population right there. That's over half the population right there. To make your kidneys healthy or to keep your kidneys healthy is very, very, very simple. Number one, control your blood pressure. Your blood pressure is directly related to how hard you work the kidneys by what you eat. Our diet is toxic. Number one, We do not provide the kidneys with enough fluid to flush them, number two. And we do, we lead a diet that does not bring enough blood flow to the kidney, number three. That is a toxic, toxic mix. What that means in plain English is, in communities at risk, like the population that I serve, one out of four, that's 25%. One out of four of every one of my patients 
by the time they reach 60 years old, will have some compromise in kidney function. To make it even worse, many doctors don't look for it or check it until it is way into stage 3 or stage 4. So much so that the National Kidney Foundation, the um, International Society of Hypertension and Blacks, the American Heart Association, and of course the National Kidney Foundation has gone to great lengths to educate doctors to be more aware of chronic kidney disease in stage one and stage two because by the time you get to stage four and stage five, the only thing left for you is dialysis or kidney transplant. I'm going to stop right there, Diana, and let you pick up, and I'll give you more okay. statistics in a minute. I want to, as we progress, and um, for the community, I want to tie in some uh, some of the maladies in our in our our community, social maladies, to kidney ail- ailment. What in, what inspired me to address kidney energy at this time, even though we're about, and that's northern hemisphere. If you're in the southern hemisphere, where you're in heart energy and the kidney heart energy are tied together, um, that. I have I have recently returned to doing one-on-one consultation, which I have not done in many years, and I service a pretty sophisticated clientele, people that are passionately involved in seeking light and information and maintaining their health and well-being. And many, many of the women, and this is a small group of people that I spoke to, I'm talking about a dozen people, but it was meaningful for me in that period of time, are women that were healers that were all suffering, suffering from and showing symptoms of kidney um, stress. And before I get into the social significance of, of kidney, things that are presenting in our community, as far as things that you can do immediately, immediately to, to, to protect the energy of your kidneys. And again, remember, we're talking about your battery. We're talking about your connection to your ancestral energy. Alchemy is about immortality. And what's happening in our community is that we're starting from scratch each generation with lessons already learned from previous generations because of the disconnect. So our children now are struggling with things that our that our ancestors already knew because it, the the information isn't being passed on. I want to underline here the need for rest and the connection between rest and disconnect and fear, because that's the basis for all of the social maladies that generate from kidney disorder, kidney imbalance, stress. When you're when you're functioning outside of your rhythm, you put stress on the kidneys. When you do not rest, when you are tired, you can literally feel the stress in your lower body or lower back ache. When you're doing that, you're functioning in fear. You're not moving with the flow of the cosmos. You're not moving like water. Kidney energy is ruled by the element of water. So the number one thing that we can begin to do to nourish our kidneys is to rest when tired. Sounds like a very simple thing, but 
This simple application and adjustment will shift the rhythm and energy of your entire life because it's not only what you are doing, it is how you are doing. Diana, may I also, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, May I just interrupt and and just not only uh, echo that, but Mm -hmm. rest is in in the society where we do so much so quickly, so much so fast with no time Mm -hmm. and we're running from here to there is is part of the reason that we we find ourselves where we find ourselves. And the Absolutely. other thing is, if we would at least most, most, most Americans and most people are underhydrated, we can't talk enough for the need to at least, if you cannot slow down because you're chasing me, whatever it is you're chasing, at least you must hydrate. Most Absolutely. of us are under, under, underhydrated. So our kidneys, i.e., our connection mm-hmm. to our ancestors don't doesn't stand a chance. Mhm. Mhm. A good a good way to learn how to hydrate the body is to go on a all liquids abstinence with the exception of water. So that you can begin to reawaken your body's instinct for thirst. Mhm. And hydrate and your body has an inner intelligence that will tell you how much water that you need. There are many formulas out there that for how much water, but your body has an inner intelligence for how much water you need and to waken that back up, to, to exercise that muscle, to try for a few days not to take in any other liquid other than water, and then you, and you'll become attuned to your body's needs for water. A good test for you know you're getting enough water if your urine's clear. Correct. Not how much, Correct. not how many, not the number of ounces. You, but if you look in, in your and your urine is clear, then you know that you're keeping Correct. your kidneys Correct. well flushed. Correct. I want I want to I want to dovetail Dr. Sheridan on what you said about a rush in stress level in the society because from a spiritual perspective, from an alchemical energetic perspective, it's not just that we do it; it's why we do it, mm-hmm. and the relationship between fear and desire and that we cannot become fulfilled as entities, as human beings, through the satisfaction of desire. That's a spell. And why do most of us, why do so many of us have high blood pressure? Because stress, the two little things that sit on top of those kidneys that we're focusing on are called the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands, they make something called adrenaline, epinephrine. Epinephrine gets made when you're stressed, flight, fright, or fight. That's what gives you that extra oomph to go the extra mile. Unfortunately, most of us live in times where the adrenals never turn off because we've stressed them so much. The other thing the adrenals do is the temporary rush of blood pressure that that you need when you're, you know, running away from from a, you know, you're fleeing or you're, you know, you need that extra energy. That switch is supposed to be on and off. For some of us, the switch never turns off. And that's a, a reason why we develop hypertension. And mm-hmm. hypertension strains the kidneys. And the kidneys can't filter, and then we don't give them enough water. And that's why one out of nine of every American and one out of four in everyone in my practice has some form of kidney disease. Dr. Sheridan, I want to move in the direction. I want to connect what we're talking about symptomatically and fear and rest. I want to connect that to some of the some of the symptoms of 
incarceration of, of young black men. Of of fifty percent of our children are growing up in one parent households, more and more institutionalized children, particularly in the past thirty years, and how this all connects to not being connected, our ancestral energy not being connected, reproduction, um fibroid tumors, um, prostate cancer in men. Um, do you have anything to share in terms of the connected? The, the thing, the thing that I, there's a link here that that I feel like it needs to be underlined more, and that is we're talking about a way of being, fear-based living, that disconnects us to from our spiritual source, not just the what we're doing, but how we are doing it. The people, the people that I work with in general have wonderful goals and aspirations, but their approach is fear-based very often, very often. So it's not, and, and, and the rhythm of being in harmony with the flow of life to vibrate with the universe has to do with not just what you are doing, but why you are doing it and the approach, your timing, your rhythm. Saturn rules over timing. And and, and, and I want to underline the point that as we transition, Saturn has been in Libra for almost two years. It's getting ready to leave in the fall. When we're leaving a cycle, if the energy has not been fulfilled, if the growth and development has not occurred, nature will, will, will present symptoms in our, in our path to address, to release stored energy, to create healing so that we can move on effectively to the next cycle. If that does not happen, we loop back. We loop back. So this, so this, this simple thing of resting and hydration, for the listener, if you if you take these two things with you from this call, the importance of that, mm-hmm. that you feel the pull, you feel the pull well, in the I... lower part of your body. You feel it. You feel it in the lower part of your back. That is not just stress on the body, mm-hmm. but that is, that is your divinity telling you to pull back. You're out of rhythm. Please, Dr. Sheridan, continue. What I'm... What... What you're saying is so very, very timely. I can only tell you how it translates into what I see, what I see in front of me. You know, a lot of the times, again, you know, we've got so much technology, so much technology to fix things. And we're all, my favorite phrase, we're all dying to be well. We're all dying to be well. We come to the to the physician or our healthcare practitioner with questions or we come with problems that we've researched on the Internet and we already know what the problem is. The problem is I need an MRI, I need a CAT scan, I need a this or a that. Sometimes it's as simple as how do you expect to function on three and a half hours of sleep per night? How do you expect to function on coffee and a bagel, a a hamburger and french fries, and a salad, and then you don't eat until the next day? You know, again, when you talk about out of sync with with your own body's signals, the body will talk to you if you will listen. 
and every back pain does not have to be chronic kidney disease. But the point I'm trying to hopefully get across to everyone is we have a responsibility for our own organism. And if you're being told repeatedly that your air is toxic, that the food you eat does not support your body nutritionally, and you're not resting enough, and that the water you're drinking is full of things in there that doesn't support your body, that at the least what you have to do is make a small change. The greatest um, the greatest um, combatant for type 2 diabetes is, believe it or not, a pair of sneakers. Our ancestors didn't get them in epidemic proportion because they walked. It was a different lifestyle. We don't even have the time to do the things that are necessary for us. But unfortunately, until we make that a priority, um, a bottle of water and some kale salad maybe cost 5 or $6. A stint is $30,000 if the doctor has to open up an artery in your heart. A dialysis patient costs cost the state, the city, or the insurance company half a million dollars every year for something that is pre- preventable. But the preventable is when you sit down in Roy Rogers to decide you don't want the bacon and the sausage and the ham and the cheese. Annals of internal medicine. I know I'm bombarding you with a lot of stuff, Diana, so stop me at any point. Not at all. Not at all. No, no, not no. at all. Hi. Not at I all. Didn't... I just want to say I am. You are listening to Original Native Radio, The Alchemist Next Door. I am your host for this month, Kim Larue, and I just want to say that I am absolutely honored to be in the presence of elders with this wisdom. Um, I have my questions lined up for this evening, and you all thus far have answered every last one. <laughs> mm. And. Um, I am so grateful and appreciative, appreciative. At this point, um, is Kair Love here? We would like for Kair to make his announcements, and right after him, Camilla, you could go ahead and um, make your announcement. That ain't going to work. Is Kair here? Kair, what's coming up on Original Native Radio? I thought I heard him very faintly. Um, Diana, I don't uh, see him called in. Okay. 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 Well, Chameleon, go ahead with um. Chameleon, Chameleon, Chameleon can hold off. Chameleon can hold off. Um, Brian, what's happening in the queue? Well, we have quite a few calls, Diana. Uh, I can open mic and uh, we can take before we before we open up, I wanted to um, I wanted to as as we talk about people who are that the connection between diet and overall health. I, you know, I the people I see, you know, um, Dr. Sheridan, you 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 have a um, you're a family medical doctor because because of the nature of what I do in my work. I see people who have very often pristine diets. Mm-hmm. You know, they do yoga. Many of many of my um, students are cl- are healers themselves, and many of the people that I spoke to over this over this past week that that um, directed my attention to the stress 
of the winter, and it's been, and it was a mild winter. Kidney energy were women that were healers, and and what I'm seeing in that, and what I'm seeing in that community or in that population, overwork, over overextended mm-hmm. energy. Um, people are so busy. Mm-hmm. And I want to, and I want to continue to, to go back to the underlying premise that I'm saying here, that we're in a, we're in a trans, we're in a time of transition. You know that that Mercury is retrograde. The season is changing. With the beginning of a millennium, this is the year the Hunamku. A lot is happening right now that that is asking us and demanding us to reconnect with spirit to make that your partner in terms of how you approach your life. I'm going to continue to say that because I'm trying I'm I'm seeking to break a spell and I know how I know how much information people are people have and receive in this day and time. I want and I really want to underline the point this evening that when the season changes what's happening to you at that time during Mercury retrograde, what's happening to you at that time is what you need to address to heal, to move forward into the next cycle. And what I'm seeing in the population of those that aspire towards to a spiritual, healthy lifestyle is that they are moving so fast and they are working so hard that they're going over the same same types of challenges over and over and over and over and over again, and this is how they're burning out their kidney energy. Very, very important. I wanted to let me say something here about Mercury retrograde, clear up some of that confusion. Mercury retro, Mercury is when Mercury is retrograde, it means that Mercury is in front of the sun. On this planet, our sense of time is calibrated by the sun. Every all over the universe today, the year is not 365 days. On Saturn, the year is two and a half years, 2.5 years. On the Moon, the year is 28. It, it depends. It's, it's relative. It's relative to cycles. Alchemically, we live in the eternal present, the now, and that's and you want to be po- focused in the present to be aligned with time in terms of how you function as an individual. What I'm seeing in the culture, what we're seeing in this culture, in this rush, this 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 is the cornerstone of of what we're sharing here this evening. We are rushing through life because we're afraid. We desire so much because we're not connected to God as our source. And that disconnects us from our ancestral energy, and we forget who we are, and we cannot truly master this, this, this realm, the physical realm, no matter how much we achieve on, on, on a physical level. Mercury retrograde is a time that reconnects you to reality. We're outside of the normal timing during Mercury retrograde. Actually, we're projected into the future during Mercury retrogrades. So it's a time for reflection. 
Mercury retrograde. And the things that disconnect and don't work right have a function. Their function is to point out to us where we need to make an adjustment, where there's resistance in your life right now during this Mercury retrograde period that started March 11th. It will March March um, 4th, I believe. 11th, I think it started. It'll, it'll go on until April 11th, about the, first, about the first week in March. I may not have those dates correct. But we are in the retrograde. It will, I believe that it will go, Mercury will go direct April, around April 11th. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a different echo that I'm hearing. Look, the acoustics on this call, are, I don't feel connected. Um, I see what you were talking about last week, um, Kim. It, it, it feels very vacuous. This is interesting. Yes. Yes, you feel like you, it's, it's you're, like we're in a alone. vortex. It's weird. Maybe we need to open up the here. phones and bring in some energy from the outside. But yes. to fi- to finish the point, that that again, that again, this is this is all this is all connected. This is all connected. That whatever is presenting in your life is a challenge. At this time, challenges create stress in in our kidney pull in our body, the fear release in our body, the facing of fear. This is our inherent clock that if we begin to learn again how to listen to, it will guide us through. And this is so auspicious at this time because... As we move at this time, this particular spring, the energy that we release is going to affect us all of next year. Next year, 2013, is a six year, and six is the number that rules kidney energy. And that we are at this transitional point, our ability to address this will affect our future. Dr. Sheridan, is this you know, um, You know, continue. I'm bursting to say something. Yes, please, um, please Because I'm, I'm trying to relate what I see to what you're saying. Just reminding everyone, the heart is a muscle, but the kidney is a sponge. And a sponge, mm. it is. That's oh, exactly that. what it does. It's, it's a sponge. If you, if you cut a kidney on its, uh, think of a chicken gizzard. That's the kidney of a chicken. Uh, mm. it, it's a sponge. It, it soaks everything up. It soaks up good. It soaks up bad. Its function is nothing more than to filter your blood. So if your filter is sick, how can your pump be healthy? Mm-hmm. And part of the problem is when you talked about um, knowing when to be thirsty, our body has thermostats. You know, our body has regulators. But the problem is if we throw so many things into the mix that our regulating system is all clogged. In other words, yes. babies, you cannot overfeed them. They know when to stop. If you try to overfeed them, they'll throw it up right back at you. We have <laughs> lost that. It's, but it's true. Yes, we have lost yes. our. Um, yes. We have. Uh, we have lost our ability to know when we are full. That's why many of us suffer with the thing called obesity. We we don't know. We we eat for reasons other than being hungry. 
Yes. We do not know when we're thirsty because we live in a state of constant dehydration. And when you get your waterman on to talk, I'm sure he'll say this in a much more elegant way than myself. But most of us live in a state of constant, constant dehydration. So we have a sick pump and we have a sick filter. How then, and, and the kidneys, I will tell you, you know, when you talk about the whole body, and these are facts that can be substantiated, you you can do your quote-unquote research and understand. The brain does not forgive. You have thir- three minutes, three times 60, three minutes to deprive your brain of oxygen, and it's done. The liver is one of the most forgiving, forgiving, forgiving organs. You can fill it with toxins. You can fill it with alcohol. You can fill it with industrial poisons. The liver will forgive you for years. The lungs will forgive you to a point. The kidneys don't forgive forever. The brain is not forgiving. The heart, the pump, most of us have tired hearts. And the reason that we have tired hearts is because you talked about the thing called rest. These are simple concepts. These are not complicated. The human body hasn't changed. The only thing that's changed in the human body is the amount of different things we've done to it. But the human body hasn't changed. If you, you know, God made systolic and diastolic, one blood pressure pumps the heart, the other blood pressure is the blood pressure that the heart rests at. Most of us, because of the salt that we bombard the kidney with and the food that we eat, the poor kidney can't pump it out enough. It stays in the system, and the adrenaline that we, because we don't rest and we're all stressed, keeps that blood pressure up, and the heart gets tired. So that means your diastolic, instead of being 70 and 75, all the time is 90, 95, 100. You don't start to get a headache maybe until it's 100 and 105. But what that means is your heart at rest doesn't rest. So now you have a tired pump and a sick filter. Yes. Can you understand why one in nine of all Americans have some form of kidney failure, and we didn't even touch the African-American population because I think we, unfortunately, are so disconnected from our ancestors because of guilt and shame and other things, and we just don't remember that. We have genetic reasons why our blood pressure doesn't come down. Mm -hmm. You add bad food to that. You add three jobs to that. You add single parenting to that. You add a whole lot of other incalculable factors to that. And do you wonder why we're the most, the largest population on dialysis? Every dialysis patient, half a million dollars per year. I'm done for the moment. The matrix. Dialysis is is the machine. When I think of dialysis, I think of the scene in the matrix with the babies hooked up to the battery Mm -hmm. as batteries because kidney energy is batteries. Brian, is there anyone in the queue that needs to come into this conversation or any listeners that are in the queue? Hi, Diana. Raphael is on. Oh, Raphael, wonderful. I'm on also, Diana. Oh, good, good, because we, because, thank you. Thank you. Um, Raphael and Ankh Rising Sun are... um, Two beloved friends and colleagues, I'm I'm thinking of in terms of where I should start. I think I'll start with you, Rising Sun. Um, thank you first for being here. And we're talking about kidney energy. 
And Rising Sun has um actually he 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 um has has a bottle that is calibrated to address kidney health. Rising Sun, please. Tell us about uh, the tell greetings. us about yes. Mm-hmm. Greetings. Thank you, Diana, for inviting me on your show on this beautiful, magical day. Brother Raphael, Ashe, to the listening audience, I say to you, Ashe, Om Shanti, Namaste. Uh, We're coming into the last hours of winter. And this winter, although we were blessed to have mild temperatures, the winter season definitely had victims due to lack of energy to make it to the first day of spring. In the Chinese medical system, kidneys are life batteries that roll the teeth, the lower back, the joints, and the speed at which we have growing of our hair. We can slow the process by applying to our diet kidney tonic herbs that you will find not only in Chinese tonic herbs, but Caribbean herbs that were used by the wise slaves and indigenous people to survive the back-breaking work on the Caribbean, such as in Guyana, Capadula, Monkey Ladder, Devil Duper, Granny Back, Locust Park. Those are local herbs in Guyana. You have similar herbs found in uh, Grenada, Jamaica, Trinidad, that people would literally drink before going out and doing that back-breaking work in the fields. But they could come home in the evening and please their wives or their husbands. In South Africa, there were herbal tonics, herbal beers that the men would drink that would literally mildly inubriate them. However, it would also strengthen their liver, strengthen their brain, and the wives and girlfriends encourage the men to go drinking the herbal beers and the herbal tonic because they knew when they came home, they would be strong and please their wives throughout the night. The European herbal beers unfortunately was compromised by the church instituting an herb that increases estrogen instead of testosterone, and that is called hops. Hops placed in beer, which I believe was also endorsed by the Catholic Church, was to reduce the male energy and increase estrogen in the body, and that's where you get beer bellies. That's it. Amen. And the women in South Africa, when the European beers were introduced to the men, the women literally went out 
and protested in a march. And the Belgians, I remember, I think it was the Belgians, I'm not sure. They were literally shot. Women were shot in the protest because the men, after drinking the European beers that had hops, they could no longer come home and perform and be strong. So we have to become aware of the history. And that was first shared with me by our beautiful medical doctor, Dr. Davison. I actually heard him, Dr. Davison, he shared that information at the Apollo years ago. And I found it to be a fascinating piece of history that we have to keep alive. So I salute my Caribbean brothers. I salute our African brothers who are more inclined to drinking herbal tonics, whereas a lot of industrialized, urbanized cousins and associates here in America, we have unfortunately forgotten the beauty and the strength of drinking herbal tonics, what they call wood root tonics. Mm-hmm. These are herbs that strengthen the kidneys, strengthen the lower back, strengthen the male nature, and help cleanse. Because kidney energy, if you drink herbs that strengthen the kidneys, you also have the cells receiving the energy to detox. And Rising Sun, if I could just interrupt you one second. If, if one would just do that... If one would just do that, make a decision to cut down on some of the salt and hydrate, you could make a significant dent in not only kidney disease, but type 2 diabetes. You put the Viagra people out of business. You know, again, we have everything we need. We just have to connect with it. Beautifully said. I want to bring Raphael into this conversation. Raphael, I saw Raphael last night. It was so good to see you. Raphael is a master drummer, teacher extraordinaire. Raphael, for the listener, how does drumming, the drum, connect with keeping connected to our ancestral energy and our kidney energy? What's the connection there? I think he may have his phone muted. Uh, Rising sun, I'm getting the most lovely wind. Is that your call? You're, are, are you at the ocean front? We are. I am at the ocean with the Amaya in Miami. <laughs> So you just brought your mother right here. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Raphael, if you can hear us, press the one button so that you can unmute. Press the button one. And you're a little faint. Yes. Well, this is Kim Lulu. I'm your host for this month, and you are listening to Original Native Radio with the Alchemist Next Door. Thank you so much, Oxrising Sun. I always get such, oh, my goodness, informative um, information from you. 
um, along with my quartz water bottle <laughs> that um, I was able to obtain from you. Um, and I drink from it every day. Thank you, Dr. Burnett Sheridan, uh, for the information that you're sharing with us. And thank you also, Diana Farr, um, for giving freely of your time so that we can continue to elevate our community and educate our community so that we can live um, the longest life possible that, that we are supposed to live. Once again, you are listening to Original Radio. Original native radio. That's beautiful. Thank is, you. Is Raphael, Raphael, is he with us yet? Okay, what's the time? Let's um, do our announcements. Chameleon, are you with us? I am. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yes, I can hear you perfectly. Oh, I just love my water system voice. That's my water system, the way of the alchemist. Yes. Yes. Please share with us your announcement. Okay. Well, I would like to say hello to Diana, Hunk Rising Sun, and Dr. Sheridan. How are you? We're well. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Good. All right. Well, on Wednesday, March 21st, Woda Way of the Alchemist will have uh, the weekly conference call. It's for community healing. The subject is open heart, open mic. And Diana Farr, who is on the call this evening, and also the custodian of WOTA, will be uh, doing a forecast for spring. Please bring your voice, your songs, prayers, drums. Most of all, bring your love. Please let your family and friends know about this call as well. You can share this information on Facebook. The conference call number is 218-844-844. 8230. Again, that's 218-844-8230. The code is 394934. Also, I want to let you know um, if you are in need at this moment during this transition or need personal attention for any reason, uh, please call 347-685-WOTA. 347-685-9682. Diana is doing readings, and alchemical formulas on Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you have any questions regarding WOTA, missed any of this information, or would like to make a donation, please go to www.wayofthealchemist.info. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. I have to say, we're not soliciting donations, not right now. (laughs) But um, that's attached to, thank you, Chameleon, an announcement that I I have, this is the voice of Diana Farr, I will, I have, um, I have begun to do one-on-one consultations again, and they are what's by donation. I, I, I have not set a fee. And I have not set a fee because I don't I don't necessarily I don't I don't want to feel obligated to have to spend an hour with someone and charge them an hour a fee. The um I don't take I'm not taking appointments, I'm not returning calls. It's only during that those hours that people would be that I, I that I am doing that that particular work and um and it is but and it is by donation con- con- dependent upon the need and the and 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 on an on an on an individual basis um, Diana, I wanted to this say is something Kim. about 
Yes, I, yeah, I don't so. want to interrupt you. Do you want to complete your sentence? I, I wanted I... to I wanted to say something about um, Wednesday evening, but I can hold my point. Please, Kim, continue. Yeah, I have I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people um, speak of um, Mercury being in retrograde. Can you explain to us how does Mercury being in retrograde affect the uh, electronic? I don't know if because, I don't know if I could I don't know if I could explain that because I'm not an okay. electrician. Rising well, sun I'm might be better because, better at that. You know, most people say, oh, if, if their phone goes out or if the internet drops um, or it's something, they say, oh yeah, yes. that's right. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. I, I, I can you know? I can uh, my I have an explanation and it, it may be um, well let's well let me say this that. Every, everything in this dimension, in the third dimension, has a spiritual basis. The spiritual realm is the template for the physical. The physical world is built upon the spiritual world. And the spiritual realm has qualities that take on form in this dimension. And... The dynamic, the spiritual dynamic that we build technology on is mercurial. So when the mercurial energy retrograde means Mercury is in front of the sun. So Mercury is operating, it means that the timing between the regular time that we're we're accustomed to functioning on that's calibrated by the sun is in a different position with the with the aspect of life that allows things to connect that's what mercurial energy does it's a transmitter it's a conductor it it allows things to connect and when it's retrograde those connections are different those connections are different and that that's the esoteric um or alchemical explanation as far as so that so whatever the energy in the inner world is it's going to translate into the physical world in some way and part of that translation during a mercury retrograde is going to be the disconnection of of phones and all thing mercury rules over communications so all connecting, so all things that have to do with connectivity in this dimension are affected during Mercury retrogrades. But you can transcend that. You can transcend that. You can experience if we if we learn how to use the retrograde energy, you don't have to experience that. If we take if we use it as a time to slow down for reflection, for planning. For research, it it um it can reduce the amount of stress you feel from from being disconnected through your telephones and and things of those nature and things of that nature. Yes, and I do understand um, that being an uh, mm-hmm. alchemist next door. That's what um, <laughs> Mercury retrograde. I don't see it as a negative, or you know, it's something whatever is is, is that pops up. Uh, whatever resistance that pop up during Mercury retrograde, that's I step back and I look at it and say, okay. The acoustics on this call are so. This is so strange. Yeah. This is really strange. 
This is like being that's in what, a vacuum. This yes, is that's truly, how I felt uh, this last is true, week. This is, tr- this is truly like being in a vacuum. It's a, the, Mer- the Mercury retro. If we use Mercury retrograde as an opportunity for growth and development, when it goes direct, we will benefit from that energy. It's it's a it's it's a distillation of understanding how to use the aspect of resistance in life and understanding what it is. Resistance is simply where we need to grow to become back in alignment. And if we use it for a vehicle to tell us specifically, this is what you need to do. If you if you learn this, then you you can flow better. If we if we approach retrograde in all resistant cycles in life. In that way, then then we begin to transcend the energy of the retrograde. I'm going to ask um, Diana. Uh, we have a couple of people um, actually um, in queue. Um, wanted to ask some questions. Do you want okay. to take we questions? Can, we now? can Do open it up. Like... Maybe it'll, thank you. Please open it up. Maybe it'll bring in some other some other energy. Okay, great. Let me get to our engineer Brian. See. Hey, everybody. Uh, it looks like we got a caller with a raised hand, uh, maybe coming out of Florida, number 2391. Why don't you go ahead? Your mic is open. Caller with a number ending in 2391. Oh, yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. How are you, you doing? Hello? Or, hi. You got a question or comment for us tonight? Yes, I have a question. I have a question. Go right ahead. Sure, go right ahead. Ask your question. We hear you. Yeah, um, I, I think I'm, I'm having a problem with my finances. And the thing is, I keep doing all these rituals that I hear even works for other people, works well for other people. I do everything in my power, and nothing ever works. Why, why do you think Yes, I'm so glad you asked that. This is Diana. Everything. How are you? I'm well, first, let's, I'm let's, first let's talk about the nature of spiritual work and ritual. Yes. R- ritual has to do with working with the energy and force behind things in, in, that are physical, that are material. Everything has an energy as its basis. And ritual and spiritual work is work in that realm. And there are many, many, many different types of spiritual work. There's work that simply, there are rituals that are meant to simply bring us more in alignment, very simple things. But what's important first with spiritual work is that you have to know what force you're dealing with and what you're working with. That's very, very important. And you have to know who you are and what you belong to, what type of energy you have as an individual as to whether or not what you're doing is going to work for you as an individual. At this time, in relating to kidney energy in particular, many people, their ancestors are calling on them to be recognized in various ways. They need to be fed. It's what needs to be done. By this, what I'm, say, I'm, I'm saying that first you have to diagnose what is the cause of the lack because rituals are not generic. It's not one size fits all. You have to diagnose 
what is the origin, what is the cause of the lack? Is it because you need to feed your ancestors? Is it because you need to feed yourself? Is your timing off? Are you functioning out of fear? And there's a lot of ritual and ceremony going on these days, and very often that creates problems for people because some spiritual work attaches you to a force that then needs feeding because you've opened the door to a relationship with that. And if you're not behaving in alignment with that force, particularly if it's not a positive force, that will block you. Spiritual work is something best left alone if we if we are not initiated. I personally work through Yeshua because human beings don't do spiritual work. Spiritual forces do spiritual work. So so it's first what is it that you, what is it that you're working with? Well, first it's the diagnosis of what is the problem. Um, and then, I, and then what? I, I, and then what is it? And then what is it in truth that you're working with? Um, I'm gonna verify something that you said, and it actually happened. But I'm not. I'm, I'm so messed up right now in terms of spirituality. What I feel, see, what I feel what for happened? you right now is more personal than I want to say on this call. But I know yeah. right now that there's trauma connected to the mother. Is there not? Trauma connected. I, I don't know. He, I think mother. so, yeah. Yeah. No, this is something to you know. To a certain level, yeah. This mm-hmm. is not something, this this is something that you know. Uh, I, Yeah, I know to a certain level, yeah, um, in terms of, uh, yeah. And how you're approaching yeah. your life. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And how you're approaching your life. You're approaching your you're approaching your life with the attempt. You know what we what what we look for we find. What we look for we find, and there are things that you that you very much want to leave behind you. Yes. And you've tried very hard to leave leave them behind you, and the more you try to leave them behind you, the more it presents in your life the same thing over and over again. Exactly. Exactly. Begin to, you know, you know, begin to, begin to look at that which continues to present in your life on a regular basis and ask it what it has to teach you and begin to use it as an instrument for growth and development, for learning. And that in itself will begin to release stored energy. Be on Wednesday's call. Wednesday is, tonight is information. Wednesday we're doing healing call. That number is 218-844. I don't have it in my notes. Um, Chameleon is going to um, give the announcement. She's going to give a number. And we're going to do healing work on that call. Great. Yes. Diana, we have one more caller. Would you, would you like to take the um, one more call? Yes, I'm going to move on. But to the gentleman on the call, be on the call Wednesday evening. Be on that call. What's be the on number? That call. Can you announce? Chameleon, can you give this gentleman the, the number for um, Wednesday for the he- for the community healing? Sure. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. The area code is two one eight. Wait. Eight four four. Eight four four. 
That's correct. Eight two uh-huh. eight two three zero. What? There's a code with that, and the code uh, is no, nine four eight four four eight two three what? Three zero. Three zero. So it's two one eight eight four four eight two three zero. Let me uh let me get a pen so I can write down the code. Oh wait, one second, please. We're gonna get, we're gonna move on, but we're gonna give that number again. Kim, next caller. Thank you, thank you so much, sir thank from you. Florida. Diana, Join we, us we on have, Wednesday. Uh, Diana, we have another caller appears to be calling in from Manhattan, New York. Caller with the last four digits five four four nine. Your mic is open. You have a question. Caller from New York with number 5449. Good evening. Listen, since the caller didn't check in, Diana, it's me, Raphael. I'm on the line. Yes, Raphael. Right on. How are you? I'm blessed. Good things. Yes, we we thought we had lost you. Come no, right no. on in. We've been talking about the connection between ans- kidney and ancestral energy, where this is a kidney shell. That's and right. um, I'd like for you very much to share with us how the, the the connection between the drum and keeping us connected to our ancestral energy and how powerful a tool it is for us at this time. Please, everyone, this is Raphael Saunders, drummer extraordinaire. He is um, an invited guest this evening that has finally men- made it here to us. Please continue. Um, go ahead, Raphael. Yes, yes. Uh, good evening, everyone. It's me, Raphael. I just wanted to touch bases with you. Um, you caught me in the middle of a dance class. I was in the middle of a dance class, and uh, and, uh, and I uh, was blessed by Rising Sun. He reminded me. So, yes, this is the age of... We're going into the age of Aquarius, and this is the age of the Enlightenment, with the drum being the forebearer of thoughts to come, of of a new enlightenment, of a new change in our lives. We must thank over, reach back to the past, and come forward with the drums. Come forward with the drums, because there are actually solutions and they are actually equations. Uh, each rhythm has a name, and they, and each rhythm corresponds to our chakras and our pineal gland and our melanin. And it needs to be enlightened, enlightened, and it lifts us up as enlightened beings. The drums do this. This is part of the purpose of the drums. It's just not music. But it is actually solutions. It is actually equations. It is actually answers from our ancestors. The gifts of our the gifts of our ancestors that has blessed us to come forward and to uh, join in our rightful place spiritually together as enlightened beings that our ancestors once were. And this is shortly and briefly part of the medicine of the drums. And that's the really and that's really where it's at. 
Raphael, did did our did our ancestors is that tradition the correlations between rhythm patterns and chakra? That's right. That's is that, oh, yes, that's they, from our that's from our ancestral energy. Absolutely, this was part. This was the gift that we used to work with in the temples of Kemet, uh, and even even before that in the and in, in down in Kush, in Nubia, all of this was part of our. Uh, ancestral rites of passages in this life from A to Z. This is what the drums uh, indicated within our people. It was the opening, it was also the opening of the way. The drums always opened ceremonies, rituals, uh, any important uh, political situations within the kingdoms, the drums were always out there, out there strong. And that's what's going on uh, with the drums. So we have to get it right. We have to bring the drums back into our sciences, back into our literature, back into our presentations, back into all that we do because it is so important. It's, it's like unbelievable. What effect does the drum have on keeping us connected to the rhythm of life in general and our body rhythms and systems? Well, the the beauty of it, I can say right right now, that it is a youth enhancer. It is also a str- major league stress reliever. Mm-hmm. There is so much stress in our society nowadays, but the, the drums, the dance, the singing, and I'm not saying that everybody should rush into a dance class and start kicking up their heels like mad and stuff. No, you can. We begin very slowly, very smoothly. The drums are what. The, the gifts of the ancestors for stress relief, for enlightenment, for spiritual uh, connections uh, uh, from A to Z in our uh, sciences, our life, the life of our people. These, this, yes, they, these drums were part of our ancient systems. Our ancestors knew this, and now it is time for us to know this also. Thank you. Thank Diana, you. Thank you. I'm yes. sorry. Before I peel off, I just want to um, throw a little benediction on what Raphael said. This is not, you know, Please this is continue. not just esoteric, out of the way stuff. We were talking no. last night about playing music and drumming just in the background, in the subconscious, in case you're just too busy to get to a class. We should right. support our drummers. And here's the, here's the physiologic, here's the biology behind it. When you exercise, when you sing, when you dance, especially when you do something that's some way connected to your DNA and where you came from, there's something in your body called endorphins. They're good chemicals and they're bad chemicals. Cortisol and adrenaline are dangerous chemicals that we make. Endorphins are things that we make to calm us down. Endorphins and um Narcotics like Demerol and opium are all related chemically, only we make it, and it does the same thing. It calms us down. In other words, what Raphael said has a physiological basis. It reduces our stress naturally. Yes. Guys, and on this note, Dr. Sheridan is going to reduce her stress and go home. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying to you all, and I, I pray and I hope that we all listen to this. 
we're sure. either, we're either going to go back to where we came from in our heads and grab what our ancestors told us, sure. everything that Rising Sun and you and Diane and everybody said, and use this, or we can fix it for you. We can stick a stent in your heart. We can hook you yeah. up to a machine. We can give. We got a pill for every ailment. So you're going to do it one way or the other. And I would oh, yeah. suggest that we try to heal ourselves because we know what to do. The doctors know what to do. It's not always pleasant, and it does not give you quality of life. And on that note, I'm going to wish everybody a good Dr. evening. Dr. Sheridan, Thank you. Is, there any, is there any information you'd like to share before you leave? Do you want to share your contact information? I know your practice is overflowing. Okay, well, for for those for those who want to uh, make the quantum leap to the Borough of Kings, I am located in Canarsie in Brooklyn. My, my The name of my practice is Grace, just like the thing we all need, Family Practice. I'm located at 1222 East 96th Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11236. Our telephone number is 718 257 I am a traditionally trained doctor. I am an MD. I try to get as close to the sensible holistic as I possibly can. But please understand, health and your own health is your responsibility. You're either going to do it one way and make that commitment, or you're going to make, like my beloved sister Queen Afua says all the time, small little changes. But we all have to understand that it's all connected. We can all help ourselves because if you get to the point of no return, the doctors can fix you, but it's not always pleasant. In terms of reference, um, every you know, you're, everybody is some way alchemically connected, but if you want the, the, the reference on kidney disease, especially how it affects African Americans, and Diana, I took the uh, liberty of putting in this, this in the mail to you today so you can have it for yourself. It's Thank from you. the National Kidney Foundation. Uh, all you have to do is Google National Kidney Foundation. It will come up. The statistics and the handouts there are, are fantastic. They have a list of what to ask your doctor. What does it mean? Test your kidney IQ. And three very simple tests to do or to ask your doctor to have done so you can see where you stand in the spectrum of kidney disease. And I wish everyone a good night. Dr. Sheridan, thank you so very much. Thank you, sir, very much for taking out the time in what I know is a very momentous schedule. Have a good evening. I thank you all, and I bless each and every one of you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is Kim LaRue, your host, and you are listening to Original Native Radio. Wow, what a blessing that we are receiving this evening, the information that is coming through. Uh, is Kaya Lock on now, so you can make your announcements for what's coming up for Original Native Radio. I saw our engineer Brian says you logged in. Okay, well, I am Kim LaRue. I am the executive producer of the Everyday Superwoman show that can be seen on dtvn.net. If you would like to be featured on the show, um, go to dtvn.net. It is a show for women, um, the entrepreneur, the businesswoman, or just the woman, the woman who wants to share her story. Um, go to dtvn.net. Chameleon, you want to give announcements?
Kathy. I feel like I'm alone in the universe. Is anyone else here? I'm here. I'm here, Kim. I'm here. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm you're here. It does. I'm telling Kim, you. I'm here. I was having um, technical difficulties. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes. Mercury retrograde, huh? <laughs> right? Well, quickly. I just, it, it, it's, it's, I'm telling you, this is a very strange acoustic. Um, Brian, how are we doing in the queue? Hi, Diana. We have another call. We have uh, coaches calling in, and uh, he wants to make an announcement. Okay. Um, Go right ahead. Coaches in. Yes. Hi, everyone. Hi, Diana. Hi, Brian. Good evening, player. Peace, peace. All is well on my end. I am uh, sitting here experiencing my own practical alchemy and smiling ear to ear. If you all were looking at me, you would have to put some shades on because my teeth are really glaring in the dark right now, (laughs) as big as I'm smiling. So um, I appreciate all of you. And and y'all don't even know it. Like, y'all just like, we're just chilling tonight. We're just doing what we're doing. And Kaya's over here just beaming right now like a fat baby Buddha. I mean... So I'm very happy with um, the information that you all have have presented tonight for everybody's healing. And then she mentioned the Mercury retrograde. It showed itself just a little bit. It just wanted a little bit of respect. They didn't want to come in and just disrupt the show or anything like that. Um, But I'm just so happy that uh, you were able to join us tonight. The brother came in and talked about rhythms and drumming and, and movement, and which to me also relates to circulation. And my announcement is, um, I don't really know how many people have heard of the science of symptometry, but um, in my mind, it's another form of alchemy. And a brother uh, from Ghana, Dr. Maxwell Nardi, I've been talking to him for a little while, and he has come on and um, wanted, and we have dedicated Tuesday nights here at Original Native Radio as a extensive, extensive healing through nutrition um, and wellness and going to the root cause um, on a cellular level. Now, this brother is a, uh, a, 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 a doctor of nutrition. He's a uh, fellow from the um, some school in London. He's just, he just like really, 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 really serious. If anybody's familiar with Dr. Sabi, just imagine Dr. Yeah. Sabi on steroids. That's what Dr. Nardi is. And... Um, He's not giving any opinions. He is saying, let's take it to the lab. Let's take it to the food science lab. And he has been on um, the last two Tuesdays, and tomorrow will be his third third week in a row. And we have progressed, like, making nothing but quantum leaps because the number of people who have called in with issues, I mean, children with autism, people with diabetes, people with strokes, and Dr. Nardi is like laughing, like, oh, no problem. No problem. This wow. is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And he's having fun with it, so you can really see that he's authentic. And I, I love his policy of to practice symptometry, you must first heal yourself totally, which he did in 1992. Um, uh, he's registered this, this science um, in the in the Library of Congress, the website is www.symptometry.com, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y. I posted in the chat room in a second. And the show we had last week was so monumental because it was like a ladies' night. And a lot of women were calling in with 
things that they were, would normally be ashamed to talk about or would normally mm-hmm. be ashamed to address with a person because maybe their mate may be in the room or because of conditioning that we've had while Neptune was not in Pisces, you know, while we were in the Piscean age, but now we've moved and these women are opening up and they wanted answers. And one of the things that struck me last week was how the brother said he helped uh, cure a woman from prostitution. And I said, how could prostitution, I've never had never thought that prostitution could be a disease. But what had happened was she had a um, imbalance um, through the bacteria in her vagina, and it was irritating her, but she couldn't reach it with her finger. So she, were use, she was using men. But she really wasn't even prostituting because she didn't care whether she got paid or not. But it was that sensation, and the brother went to a cellular level, interviewed her, changed 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 the quantum physics of of what she was putting in her mouth and how she was thinking, and she no longer is in that particular field anymore. And that, so now we're going to talk about masturbation and sexual craving slash addiction tomorrow night, and not from a point of limiting or suppressing a woman's sexuality, but in providing an authentic, real, scientific way of opening up womb healing. And some you know, some have said, Well what 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 can this man tell me about a vagina? The man says, I have nothing that I present to the world I haven't used on my wife and to heal my three daughters. So he has three grown daughters, a wife and a granddaughter. So everything not only has been in the lab, but he has also used it himself. And I am encouraging everyone to come and listen to this brother. And then Wednesday morning, do what we always do. He just gets floods and floods of calls. He answers the phone himself. He is accessible. He is, like, very friendly. And I want everybody to just call in and listen to more parts of his story. I mean, he is just amazing. And I could, like, just go in and talk about it. But please listen to the last two Tuesday night shows that we had with symptometry. I'd like everybody to please visit his um um, his fan page on Facebook when he started two weeks ago he only had nine people Kanye, and we almost had 65 people this week I'd also like to encourage everyone to visit the Walter fan page because I'm into social marketing and we have to be able to keep in touch with everybody so post some of your I encourage everyone to post some of your alchemy, your everyday practical alchemy on the Walter fan page and post the fan page on your Facebook page and invite others to become a part of our family and um, because I really want to see. Kaya, can you spell, can you give his his name um, again? The doctor. His name is Doctor Maxwell Narty N A R T E Y, and his website is Symptometry S Y M T O. I'm sorry S Y M P as in Paul T O M E T R Y, and I've just posted the link. In for tomorrow's show in the chat, and now I will go over and get that as well. And you can call Dr. Nardi like, I don't care how early it is. He's up at 4 o'clock in the morning because he goes to bed at 8. So, But he's in Chicago time, and so on Tuesdays he makes an exception for us. And, I mean, I've never... And I've been on the pursuit to heal people since my father had a stroke in 1994. That's how I got involved in the healing arts, period. And my father passed away before I learned and got to the level where I'm at now. And that's why I'm so relentless in this healing. And 
just what he's doing. And so now it is, um, you know, Women's History Month. So I'm dedicating the remainder of this month to healing the sisters. You know, now, brothers, I'm coming for you. Trust and believe that. And all the brothers actually need to be on the show because last week he talked about a new alchemy, cooking for your wife, supporting your wife, being a better listener. Woo! He dropped bombs. He dropped bombs last week on all the brothers who were listening. So there was tons of sisters who called in. But please, if you are a brother, you need to tune in to this. If you're having problems in your relationship, the Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday night, Diana, I think, and I thank you so much for just being, just, just, just receiving my initial invitation to come on for what was supposed to be a one-shot deal. And look at us now with wings spread out. Just soaring. I'm making sound effects right now. I really want to. I'm, I really want to pass that information on. So if it, I'll go to you. Is the link on your Facebook page? The link for the show tomorrow um, will be on my Facebook page in about five seconds. And okay. I'm just filling up the chat room right now for the people who are already here. To go there, and I I know it's somebody listening who knows somebody who either has diabetes or autism. And in the month of May, I'm gonna be riding like an Avenger to get in contact with every woman I know or man I know who has a child with autism, and we're gonna do something about it. Because like Dr. Nardi says, symptometry is here, the help is here. We've been asking, and we can't keep living that religious lifestyle of wanting help but never thinking it's gonna arrive. It has, it has arrived. It is here, and um, yes, those links are on my Facebook page. I'm putting them on there right now. Great. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So with those of you that any of the symptoms that have been discussed this evening, call in tomorrow and speak with this Dr. Narti. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Kair. We got food to eat. We're not in it for entertainment. We got food to eat and people to heal. So bring your notebook. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Where are we? It's 8.34. How's the queue doing, Brian? Queue's looking good, Diana. Uh, We actually have, uh, looks like someone wants to ask a question. Uh, Okay, you can open up. um, Please open up the mic. Sure. We have a caller with a 470 area code number ending in 2456. Your mic is open. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can hear you fine. Good evening. Good evening. Peace to um, everyone. Peace, Diana. Thank Um, you. And to you. I have a question. What about those people out here, such as myself, who really, you know, don't have a lot of finances, are able to do some amazing things of what they have and really don't want finances, really feel that they really don't belong here. And uh, that is my position. I really feel I don't even belong on this earth. It's like everything is slow motion, and I'm like a a robot, and I live my whole life that way as I don't belong here. So... Well... That's not an unusual experience. Um, Many people don't feel at home in the planet, particularly at this time. 
because the direction of the energy of the planet is so out of sync with the cosmos. To feel uncomfortable in this world is not necessarily um, a sign that something's wrong. It could, you know, it, it's simply your sense that this planet is not in harmony with the direction of the energy. But the truth is, is that life is personal, and the laws of cohesiveness and attraction dictate that we are always at the right place at the right time. So you are here for a meaning, for a reason. So the question is, so the question then becomes, how do you discover that? How do you make yourself comfortable here? And the truth is, is that the center, the center of the universe is everywhere. It's within us. But we could turn our attention away from it, away from it. And that's what makes us feel out of alignment with life in general. This experience of being in the, the experience of being in the world is is not a universal experience. It's contingent upon where the focus of our attention is. Where the focus of the attention is, reality follows and 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 is shaped accordingly with that focus. So you can shift your reality. Yeshua said that the and 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 the alchemy teaches that the kingdom is throughout the world, but the uninitiated cannot see it. You can change your experience of reality. You can shift your reality while you're still here, while you're still here on the third dimension in the physical plane and experience life in, in, in a very different way. And you do that simply by learning from those things that cause you the most resistance and pain. That will release stored energy into your life and lift you higher and higher. You can experience ascension while you're still incarnate. You don't have to die to go to a higher level. You don't have to drop the body. So you can you can shift. So what I'm telling you is that through growth and development, through evolution, you can change your experience of life and experience there are Kim and Brian can can testify to you. They're they're second year WOTA initiates, and they can they can testify to you in terms of how you can change your reality through shifting your consciousness and through growth and development, and still be in this world, and still be in this world. But there's there's meaning even 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 if it does not feel like there is, there is meaning to your life, and there is a reason why you're here, and by reason. The reason, the reason is simply energetic compatibility. We're always, we always incarnate and manifest wherever we are compatible with the energy. That's, that's what brings things into manifestation. So, but there are, I have felt that way. You, there is a population, there, there's a percentage of the population, people who do know that there, that there's a, a higher state of being, that this is not the truth, that we don't have to live the way we live in this toxic environment. And I have compassion for that that experience and empathy for it, and I can relate to it right. and many others. But you can change it. You can change your you can change your reality. There are more there 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 are many realities happening in the in this realm that are not the same, that are very different, all happening simultaneously in the same space, but they are not all the same. And indeed I I am trying. I mean, I've from the from the jewel program, sacred symbols, bunch of money to everything. I'm not even gonna name everything else, but I am trying to grow 
because I can feel that. I can feel your commitment and dedication. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. In, in terms of seeking, and I and I have felt that way. I have felt I have and and many and many of the people that train with me, I have I have felt that echoed, that I do not feel comfortable in this place, and there and 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 it makes sense not to feel comfortable in this place, because planet Earth, it, we are now in this cycle. We are the extreme of being off course. Most of humanity is shut down. People don't begin to to see reality until the heart opens up, and most people, the heart is not open. So they can't see reality. And and even as we seek spiritual growth and development, it's like we're trying to hear with our eyes because we're, we're we're not fully equipped energetically. We're not open enough energetically to truly experience life in the broader sense. What 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 we're experiencing at life is you can't even describe it as a fraction of life. It's less than a fraction of life. And something in your being is simply saying that this is not the truth. And it's not. You're correct. It is not the truth. But you can shift it. You can shift it. Do the call do do the call on Wednesday. Do the Indeed, call on I will. Wednesday. And, and, I, and I do have the number. I got it from your your other caller. Okay, thank you. So, thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you for that question because there are many, many that feel that way. There are many people that feel that way, particularly now. The Hunam coup, as we move toward, as that pull pulls us harder, our sense that this is not right is getting stronger. For many of us to, to be able to tolerate to not be what it truly is to be a human being becomes more evident in every aspect of our lives where we can't, I spoke about this last night, where we, don't, where we simply can't invest the energy it takes to go against the grain of the cosmos. It takes a lot of energy to get up every day and, not, and, and, li- and, and, and live in these systems that go against the grain of the cosmos. And this is not where we originate from. This is not where we originate from. So... That's an that's that's a very real experience, but you can make adjustments where you can not only feel comfortable in this realm, you can enjoy being in this realm. You can. Right. I promise you that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nicole. My pleasure. The, Diana, I just want to dovetail on that and yes. uh, just 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 to let your brother know, um, I can definitely relate. Um, you know. The, the ch- it sounds like brothers having a change of frequency. Yes, yes. They're definitely having a change of frequency and transition from one energy level to a different energy level is sometimes accompanied by what's interpreted as uncomfortability, especially if your environment is not conducive to that change. And for many of us, we're not totally immersed in environments that are conducive to this change in frequency. But there are, like you say, things that we can do uh, to kind of aid us. You know, many of us can't just drop, uh, you know, our form of employment or just suddenly just up and leave uh, families or relationships that we're in. But there are definitely things that we could do with our diet, with ourselves physically as far as uh, uh, personal health practices with, uh, you know, practicing meditation or qigong that will support us in our change, in our transition from one frequency to another. And it really does 
uh, help with that uncomfortability that, that results. Um, fellowship is very important, being around like-minded individuals, diet, hydrate, 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 drinking the water, having the green, uh, reading, and, and just, you know, being open to the current. And number one, and being, and being initiate and being the master key is being true to oneself initiation into into uh, into higher awareness the key and the formula for it we tend to approach spiritual growth and development solely through the cognitive and solely through our three lower cylinders our three lower chakras because that's what we have to work with but evolution is is truly about energetic change and what facilitates that is what wherever there is resistance in your life, and it's particular to you, we all have our own particular recipe for it in terms of where what we are not willing to do, where we'll be where we are willing where what we are will, willing to let go of so that we can fly that's the nature of initiation, and that um, that your your as we we are about to end the call. You could not have asked a better question because this time the master formula, that formula was given to me about 30 years ago. One of my students gave me a picture that she drew of it that she saw in meditation. The master key is truth. Truth is the, truth is the key as, as, as it presents in our life circumstances that are stressful because because they do not allow for us to express authentically who we are through that experience, whether it's through what we eat, that makes us feel uncomfortable, relationships, jobs, circumstances. This is the meaning of sacrifice. The more we are willing to sacrifice that which is not in harmony with our basis, with, with our with our energy, Someone called and asked me about spiritual work today, and I told them that I know that I can't work with you because I know that I can only work with someone that is willing, that is ready for initiation. Initiation means that you're willing to to release whatever keep, is keeping you bound in fear. And fear doesn't have to be being trembling in fear. It's anything that any anything that that we do that is not energy freely moving through us. It's not authentically ourselves. Those things, and we all have filters that we need to clean out. That's that 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 is kidney energy cleaning out that filter. The more we do that, the more reality begins to shift. And things begin to fall into place, and, 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 and the synchronicity and serendipity and the mysticism in life becomes natural. And the material world no longer becomes the conduit for you to manifest that which you need. It's an extraordinary shift in experience and reality. It's what Yeshua um, described again as the kingdom that the uninitiated cannot see. Mm. Uh, may, I ask the, uh, may I add on to that, Diana? Yes, please, Kaya. Brother, what's your name? I wanted to address you properly. Is it Brother still on the line? Brian, is he still in the queue? I'm looking for him right now. No, it looks like he logged off. 
He's well, probably I'm gonna, still listening. Well, well, continue. Yes, I'm going to give the message to his spirit, which I'm sure will reach him. Mm-hmm. And this, that whole don't feel like I belong and I don't see the value of money, I really, as a visionary, have to bring in the focus of law governs all events and it's not an accident. And sometimes yeah. when you are not aware of what the true divine purpose is, sometimes you have to sit like a monk and you have mm-hmm. to wait, but you are here for a purpose. There are two specific energies on this planet that we stay on. One is the sinister and one are the bearers of light. Those on this call are the bearers of light. We have been operating off a skeleton budget for thousands of years. <laughs> that's but, a good way to put it. That's right. But guess what? The sinister hasn't. And money doesn't no, have a master. Not. It just obeys because it's just energy. It's neutral. And when we have the attitude of, well, I don't need money, that means the money needs a master and it's going over to the sinister. And as Dr. Mitchell Gibson told me, he says, he said, Kyrie, he says, a bearer of the light, the less money you have, the more money the sinister has to do his bidding. And as a light bearer here, you have as your initial responsibility to be that light bearer. And it takes energy to, for you to yield your sword. And all the brothers like, and, and when he said it, I said, he, I said, that was an old warrior talking who was like, I don't have anywhere to yield my sword. Brother, it's coming. Brother, it is coming. We have a new moon. We have a moon in Pisces tonight. Neptune is in Pisces. Hasn't been here in 284 years. A lot of us are don't have a point of reference. But you're not here by accident, brother. And I want to send that message out to everyone who feels like that. Is you, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are a light bearer, and the sinister is your opposition. So don't say, "Well, I don't need money." You need energy. Everyone needs energy in in its different forms: love, anger, Uh, kindness, violence, total elation, bliss, money, poverty. All of those have energy. But as a light bearer, there's no shame. There's no shame in the in the stockpiling of cash, as we was as we would say. There's no need for us to uh, to continue to operate on a skeleton budget as we fight for justice and what is right and true. So open up, everyone, and allow. Currency is water. Neptune is going to come in and take care of her spiritual children first. She is the high spiritual as well as illusion. So you may not see it right away. She's shrouded in clouds. It's okay. Don't get frustrated. Don't get frustrated. Maintain and keep your sword in the fire. That's when you when you look at any great samurai swordsman, his, he puts that sword in there. He's blending two to three different forms of steel to make one blade. But he cannot pull that blade out of the fire prematurely. So don't worry, everyone listening. Keep your blade in the fire. Keep mending and pounding on your on your blade. So when the right time comes, you will be prepared, and your and your reward is assured. I just had a conversation from a cancer that came to fix the water in my house, and in the middle of the conversation, he says, "God does not shortchange his workers." I said, "Good gracious, God does not shortchange his workers." Or if you want to say goddess, does not shortchange her workers. If you've been on that path, brother, and you've been taking all those classes and you've been on these quantum leaps, 
it's okay. It's your your fortune is here, so I want you to rest assured. And my spirit told me to tell you that. That's a personal, but everybody can take a hold of that because I've seen that. And it, he's going to play a very important role because God likes to sneak us up, sneak up on us with these assignments sometimes. So <laughs> just stay prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted wow. to um, I wanted to give Raphael an opportunity to share the information if he's still on the line for those in the New York metro area. He teaches a wonderful drumming class, and I wanted, if Rising Sun is still with us, for him to have an opportunity to share his contact information. Absolutely, yes, I'm still here enjoying this. Uh, Class. Raphael, please um, share your share your information because we've only yes. got about a few minutes left. Okay, all right, very good. Uh, my name is Raphael Sanders, and I do the metaphysical drumming. My number that I can be reached at is six four six six four four five four four nine, and we give a beautiful uh, med- uh, meditation drumming class every Friday evening at 7 p.m. right across the street from Mega Evers College on Bedford and Crown. So give me a call, and uh, we can make it happen. Thank you so much. Is Rising Sun still on? I don't see him no. in the queue, Diana. I, don't see, I think Rising Sun has left us. Um, Chameleon, if you can share... Um, the WOTA announcements for, for Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, we're gathering together for community healing. Open heart, open mic. And um, Chameleon is going to share the number for that. Yes. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Okay, perfect. Um, so the call number for the community healing, open heart, open mic, is area code 218-844-8230. The code is 394-934. Again, that number is 218-844-8230, and the code is 394-934. Bring your voice, song, prayer, drums, and your love. Please share this with your family and friends who would enjoy this. As well as on Wednesday, this Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., Diana will be uh, taking calls. So if you are in crisis or would like a reading, please call 347-685-WOTA, 347-685-9682. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, this was great. Um, thank you all. This is Kim, Kim LaRue, and I am full. <laughs> I'm full. Um, I am I'm grateful and appreciative. Very, very full. Um, and, and we got to continue to um, give out the information, educate each other, elevate each other, support one another, support one another. Um, thank you, Chameleon. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Kair, Brian. It's important that we also thank one another. Yes, um, it is. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. It's um. I'm thinking about what the brother said in terms of 
that issue of money is something that we need to talk about. We need to talk about. I'm in agreement with what much of what Kair said about money. At the same time, we can't let money stand in our stand in our way of our being able to to experience our power and what we what we need to manifest in this moment. We live in the internal present, and when we're disconnected from the eternal present, we can't manifest in the moment. Money, as Kaya said, is is a neutral energy like any other energy. The electronics, the compute, all of these things are tools that we can use, but we have to use them. It's important that we don't have them using us. Yeah, what I've which experienced, is, which is the dif- which is the difference. Right. What I yes. experienced, um, Diana, coming into my truth, becoming aligned, that yes. when I'm living my truth and I'm on my path the money always comes because I have a purpose here and I am to carry out my duty, you know, and the powers that be or the universe knows that it's certain things in this dimension that is needed in order for me to carry out my purpose. It happens, and that's the reality where where money is not an issue, Where 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 money ceases to be an issue because money should not be an issue. We should we're, we're calibrated once we're atoned. We're calibrated to manifest what we need as we need it. That's how the universe functions. And if we're not manifesting, if we're not experiencing that, and that's another example of kidney energy not functioning properly. If we're not manifesting what we need as we need it, if we're having to project what we need into a future state and outside of the present moment, that's out of alignment. That's out of alignment. When we feel when we feel that we're displaced, we have we have to seek meaning in what is happening in a moment. All of us. That's what I mean by initiation. We all have perfectly designed in our lives right now what we need to do to move forward to the next step. And seeing that, seeing 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 the significance of the present moment, the the eternal now perpetuating you forward, that you're able to be present and live wholly from moment to moment to moment. When the mind, when, when our goals and our relationship to what we need project us either behind us or in front of us, and it's not now, then we're not we're not connect, then then the divinity is not is not connected to the awareness. Yeah. When the divinity you, is connected to the awareness then we can move freely, and money does not. We use money when we need money, and we, you know, it's not an it's not an issue. Manifest it's like history; it's not an issue because alignment and atonement. You know everything, so you don't have to walk around with dragging your history with you. It's in your energy. You manifest what you need to know as you need to know it, and you're free. You're sovereign. You're light. You experience whole things. Your mind is in the now. Yes. Well, and Diana, that, that, thank you yes. so much. Thank yes. you so much. We have ten seconds left. You are listening to Original Native Radio. Thank we you, Diana. We don't have ten seconds. We don't have ten seconds. We're, we're fine. We don't have to rush. Don't worry. We still got a whole other hour if you need it. So it, that is what it's telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Well, hey, there you go, Diana. Well, we, well, we get a whole other hour too. Okay. 
Oh, God. Thank you so well, much, Ken. Thank you, thank thank you, you. Kair. Thank you, Chameleon. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Dr. Sheridan, Ankh Rising Sun, Raphael. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you join us on Wednesday for Community Healing, Open Heart, Open Open Mic. Everyone, be well. Be well. Be well. Have a good night. Bye now. Thank you. Good night.